and welcome to Why a Podcast, a podcast where we answer the questions you didn't think to ask or were too lazy to Google. I'm Laser. Oh, I'm a b- blue Delaware. <laughs> I'm Matt. Holy blue. That shit was loud. And I'm Keon. And you're listening to Why a Podcast. Today, we're talking about blue. The color the feeling, whatever, the words just blew. It's a topic. We work off of the topics, the word that we establish every week. We build off of that. You know, we go our own crazy little ways. I tend to do a little bit of twist. It makes bit. you real surprised. It's great. You're listening to Why Podcast. How are my boys doing today? My biggity boys. The biggity, 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 biggity boys. My biggity boys from NPR. Let's go. How are you doing? Hi. I am doing quite well. I'm Diane Reem from NPR. Wow. That's the first NPR impression you've done the whole podcast. Dude, Diane Reem, she scares me. She, like, frightens my nightmares. Well, you just always she refuse to do... I couldn't think of the word. Is that haunts my nightmares? That's the one. Well, hold on. So now we can actually do the NPR bit. Because usually it's laser and I, and you're like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. But if you have an impression, we can do it. Well, yeah. what, what impressions well, are you guys? I know my personalities. I'm Ira Glass. Like, I mean... Right, how about, how about this? Glass. He and I are both going to do that. And then you're you, both going to be Ira Glass. And then we're going to toss <laughs> so to I a can promo be for yeah, your show. Yeah. We're both okay. going to be Ira Glass. Okay. All right, ready? Yeah. Okay, hold okay. on. Right, um, just one second. Hello, you're listening to NPR. I'm Ira Glass, <laughs> and I'm here to talk about... NPR. Today we talk about the state of America and yes. our country. Yes, NPR. I'm Ira Glass. You're listening to NPR. This is the Ira and Ira show. Hi, I'm Diane Reed, <laughs> and this is a commercial for Audio Poison, the podcast. It's a new podcast I'm starting with my dead husband. He died. <laughs> she actually, she's like really attractive. Have you seen pictures of her? Yeah, no, her voice is, does not do her service. She looks like an attractive Paula Dean. Yeah, I judge Wait, people no, based no, no, off no, their no, looks too. You can't combine those two ideas. What are you talking about? Literally give it a Google. You'll be very surprised. I, I Googled her because I thought she'd look like the Crypt Keeper based on her... Uh, As we all would think. Yeah, but, well, based on her voice, but she's actually just a, a beautiful, beautiful woman. Which, I mean, I wouldn't expect her not to oh, be. I'm no, sorry. I did expect her we not to be. We have two third-party judges. I think they can judge whether or not she's attractive. That's fair. Please give it a Google. Um, I think it's the dead husband that makes her hot. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, everybody. Let's welcome Bridget to the stand. Uh, what is your Hold defense? Hold on. We need some sort of judge music in the background. Like, na 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 my dun, defense, dun. I have to have one. I just found out about this woman. Well, um, no, this is your first no. impression. How does, how does she look? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> just, what a thing, oh, just head shakes. How, how old is this woman? <laughs> she's like 89. 89. Wait, her, her cheekbones are holding on. That's great for her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very happy uh-huh. for her. Um, I mean, I've never think, seen her. Can I know, see a picture? Let's put it on the board, Chuck. Yeah. What the fuck's a board, Chuck? Chuck, Chuck. How much oh, board okay. can a board chuck chuck if a board oh, chuck can, a board I can see it. Like when she, especially when she's looking. Woman. Seriously. When she's looking at Obama, I really feel it. All right, everyone. A, I'm afraid. Hey, I order order in my court. Today, <laughs> we're doing Joe a Brown. podcast. It's called Why a Podcast. And uh, <laughs> let's jump, every other day. Let's jump right in. We're going to be asking one why question each. The mm-hmm. others will guess the answers. And then, listen, guys, I would be remiss to say that we would not let you know why. <laughs> 
So uh, we have t- we have two special guests. We should probably shout out uh, Bridget, as you just heard, because Laser said the name. But then of course, speak, Zach speak is Bridget. Here. Speak Bridget. I am Brongle. Speak. Yay. Speak Zach. Legal names only. Good Brongle. day. All right. Got Brongle and Zach. He said good day. Yeah. He's left, and that was very nice having Zach in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, who would like to begin? You know Mark. what? I think I think Keon should go first because. Uh, Keon, your topic is literally drier than dry. Yeah, get ready for some saltine fucking crackers in yours. I'm slathered in butter. I'm going to make this toast fucking moist. Remember why credit when we like gave you guys great credit advice, but but it was rough. It might be like that, but I think we can make more jokes on this one. Keon, this, take it This away. is really going to motivate people to keep listening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sorry. Get ready for the just the... Not even advice, just like, hey, this is the definition of a thing that you know. Everyone, we have a special announcement at the end of the episode. There's some motivation to uh, keep listening. There we, mm-hmm, uh, there we go. And my question to you guys is, why is uh-huh. the Kelly Blue Book value of a car important? Okay, I got this. I've been studying this my entire life. Go for it. Uh, I just recently finished my dissertation. I defended it successfully. As Bridget knows, she was there. She's my doctoral um, advisor. Bridget, can we get back up here? Um, I have no idea what he's talking about. Okay, cool. That's great improv right there. (laughs) She just no-butted your ass. She really did. Um, Well, she may not realize this, but she is, in fact, my doctoral um, advisor on the So just like a regular advisor, she's not really done much to help. Yes, correct. Uh, Like any other PhD (laughs) advisor. We can't get that real. This is a joking answer. Um, I wouldn't know I didn't go to college. So why is the Kelly Blue Book value of your car important? Well, here's the thing. So when you bring your car in, as we often do, to be upgraded to a transformer car, I just hit his mic. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, ring it up so I can't delete <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, really. I'm sorry. What about me hitting his mic? Uh, <laughs> if you want to know what that was, that was Keon hitting my mic very just hard. Just to spite Matt, this audio engineer just motherfucker. Cu- ruining your audio to spite your ears. Honestly, it's okay, because when it's not my episode to edit, I don't worry about it as much. It's when it's my episode to edit that I'm like, how can I not take this out? I'm going to die. But anyway, getting back to the more important things, like the Kelly Blue Book value of your car. So when you go to bring in your car yeah. to be upgraded into a Transformers car, as we all will over the next 10 years, based on the bill Congress recently passed, um, yes, we're living in a uh, utopia of a world right now. Um, but yeah, are, we, so, are we in the Little Mermaid? Because you're yeah, floundering. Like I'm not floundering. Guy. So anyway, when you bring it in there, they Near actually decide which at, wait, type no. of transformer <laughs> to change your car in based on the Kelly Book value of a car. So for example, if your Kelly Blue back Book value of your car is low, uh, you're going to be a Dinobot. Mm. And if your Kelly Blue Book value is high, um, you get to keep it a car so that it doesn't become a lame transformer. Keon? Which one? I'm, I, now I'm trying to think of which one's like a gas guzzler because like the Dinobots are True. technically made of like gas because like the dinosaurs got like recycled into gasoline. What do you I'm have having... to do to get a car you can fuck? <laughs> put put a flashlight in the exhaust is all you need to do. Damn, I mean, not even. Okay, hold on. I've seen a video. Someone no, put a flashlight in the exhaust. <laughs> they rev the engine and it just. Fucks. Oh, does it make like farting sounds? No, it, oh, that's amazing. Like, it blows up like a balloon. <laughs> and just fucking shoots off. I've, I've of seen it. the same thing. I haven't seen that, but that's amazing. So, Laser, is um, that your answer to why the Kelly Blue Book value of a car is important? The Kelly Blue Book answer. value of a car is important because, as we all know, the best things in life come in blue, especially books. The Bible, <laughs> the actual original transcription of the Bible was blue. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why Christianity is 
good. Oh, great. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to say it's good. <laughs> I'm not going to say it relative to anything else, but I'm going to say because the Bible is blue, all of the holy books, they were blue. Uh, every every religion that's tried to start, if the book what? wasn't blue, it didn't it didn't take take off. So Keon, the Kelly please. Blue Book, Keon. it's extremely important because she was smart enough to make Keon, her book please. blue, and that's why. Do our, do our guests have any ideas? Do you, do you want to? Do, can, oh, yeah. Can yeah, I ask yeah. who yeah. Kelly is? Oh, Anybody I know? know. Oh, she. Yeah, go for it, the Bridget. Kelly Blue Book is actually a really a sensitive topic because it was founded by Robert Kelly, ah, the R. Kelly. Yes. R. Kelly. So the value of your car is determined by that man. Mm-hmm, so just mm-hmm. just know and that. He, yep, and he'll pretend like it's on. older than it actually is. They so. actually do it relative to his offenses, like <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> So dumb. Like, like you know, skipping court—that's like your beater. And then, like, I won't tell you what, what like a real that Tesla is. Ooh, I don't want to know. And that brings us to Keon's topic, which we can you not show me. What's the Robert Kelly value of a Tesla? Oh my god! (laughs) I'll I'll tell you later off, Mike. I don't. I know things the public doesn't know. So the. Keon, please. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We've taken eight minutes to answer so, your question. So the Kelly Blue Book, which is no longer a, a book book, but the Kelly Blue Book is actually an uh, evaluation and automotive research group that is in Irving, uh, Irvine, Irvine, California. Uh, it's owned by the Cox Enterprises, which is it. Oh, <laughs> you did it. Um, I was just waiting. Uh, so it was actually founded by the Kelly Car Company, car spelt with a K, because everybody did their dumb shit back in 1918. Wait, how was company spelled? C-U-M. Wait, so, oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> okay, so it's at least not the KKK, but I do have to talk about how it's the Kelly Car Company. Well, you, you saw how Kelly spelled, right? Oh, it's spelled with a with a J. Yeah, <laughs> they had this cool fad where they would just move the letter to one one place. Jelly, in the Kelly, Jelly Car Company, Jelly Jar Company, Kelly so, Car Company. <laughs> so the Kelly Car Company was a company founded in 1918, which actually was a car dealership that was founded uh, only with three Ford Model Ts at the time. Oh and, wow! Uh, and it became a, a bolstering industry from there. But the main thing that made them big is that they would publish a book, which uh, would use data gathered by actually not only uh, other car dealerships, but actually from the car manufacturers themselves. Mm. They first released this book, which was a blue book, in 1926. And that was the first time they released this book. And since then, it's been nothing but good because what this book does is it actually evaluates your car. So it does the evaluation and the research based on your car, the make and model and everything. In 1960, uh, they moved from car dealership just straight to what they would call specialty publishing, which is literally just this price guide. So the Kelly Blue Book, whenever, the, the main reason I bring up this topic is because I didn't know what the fuck this was until I gave it a Google <laughs> a little while ago. Yeah, you is, were too lazy to Google Keon figure that shit out for you. It's the podcast. Exactly. And so the Kelly Blue Book value of your car. Sleep. <laughs> you just want to play not, more Beat Saber is what not, you want to do. I do. Keon let me play Beat Saber on his Oculus Rift. I've been wanting to play Beat Saber for years and I did it. it was so much fun and now it's all I want to do. Fucking <laughs> hate good. this podcast. We're gonna play some beats. Tony Stark in a cave. Box of scripts. <laughs> 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 I told you this topic would not actually get out. I'm fine. The only person, most people know what it is. As with our recording setup for the last two episodes, I'm sitting next to you guys. So the only thing I can look at is either the screen or Bridget. So I'm just like looking to Bridget for approval on every (laughs) joke I make. I just keep like accidentally. She just looks so concerned, honestly. Oh, I do. Oh, I just wait for permission to speak. 
I'm a woman. The rules are different. Uh, <laughs> okay. You're always allowed to speak. You can't strike that from the record. No, Listen, I, I, I Don't worry, it, woman. It I'll make from... this choice for you. You're always allowed to speak. That's there true. we go. Yeah. So yeah. Zach, Zach, though, you're going to have to you're going to have to ask permission to speak just so you. Yeah. You know. Good boy. He's not speaking. Ah. <laughs> Thank you, peanut butter. Delete baby. this part. So no, in, leave uh, this part. So in the 1960s, they moved from car dealing just to straight up. There were cars in the 60s? uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. That, yeah. So in 19... (laughs) (laughs) They just moved to the price guy. You just Uh, shat on me, dude. (laughs) Hold hardcore. Isn't this your studio? This is my own studio. I can shit on whoever I want. Nope, Zach, don't you move. I didn't tell you to speak. (laughs) (laughs) I gestured for either of them to speak in... It went fucking quiet, dude. Like I don't. I, it was like I could I hear my soul. You well, you're both speaking far away from the mic, and oh. I was like, "Oh, go there ahead, speak." Go. Okay. And then well, instead, it's nobody. It's just, spoke. I, well, you wiggled your finger. That could mean so many things. Well, what it meant for <laughs> Listen, me was that's in a relationship. Don't worry about that. Listen, oh. I only talked to Zach that way. So for you, I would have said, "Oh, Bridget, would you like to speak?" But Zach looked like he wanted to speak, so I said. <laughs> and I gestured my finger. I don't know why I did that sound. Yeah, like that. Had a spasm. Are we deleting but all of this? No, this is great. This is good content. <laughs> so in 1960, they moved to just a bracing guide. So uh, uh-huh. it actually just, the main th- reason to bring in the Kelly Blue Book and why it's important is because whenever you're trading in your car, they usually go by the Kelly Blue Book value and they actually might fuck you over, which Matt will go into, in which Hell they yeah, look at the mileage that your car has and then compare that to your, the value of the car. That'll create the value of your car. So based on how many miles you've driven, it goes in the value. And as of December 10th, yeah, the, was, the miles, the make and model of the car, and now they have like eight to 12 other factors, so it's a little more accurate. But it literally used to be like, what do you have, Toyota Corolla? How old is it? It's this age. How many miles? This many miles. All right, we'll give you like $2,000 less than it's worth. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. you got the miles, the Morales, you got the, you uh, got the ass, the, gas, and grass. <laughs> you <this> got, <laughs> You got grass. You got the Peter the Parker. You got ass. <laughs> Shout out to you Peter. You got the doctor and the octopus. <laughs> okay, please stop. And as we know right now, it's out of the MCU, which oh, is depressing. Oh, that might change had to bring it before in. this comes out. That's why I'm blue today. I'm blue. I wanted Miles Morales to join the MCU, but now that won't happen. Yeah. How about you guys? What's your topics? Yeah, what did you bring, Bridget? Yeah, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> yeah, hurry the oh, wait, fuck I up. I was supposed to bring one? <laughs> no. <laughs> they look like so scared. I feel bad now. Hey, Just your oh, no, wit and okay. your charm and your winning smiles. Oh, boy, guys. Hey, guys. Oh, um, is it your topic? We're just oh, lazy. What, what is it? Laser what is right it? Your t- it? Oh my god! Oh my god! Hey, guys. <laughs> lazy. Oh, why? 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 Why did she swallow the fly? Why am I? Why do I feel like all I'm seeing? Audio poison. Thank you. <sighs> I'll just stop. Uh, Holy! Sh- can we actually delete this yes, whole episode? Yeah, this is the worst <laughs> shit we've ever done. It really is. This it's is so good. fry levels. <laughs> I don't know why, but I feel like I'm being gaslit right Are now. Are you a dog? Hey guys, why is why am is all I'm seeing blue when I browse the web? Hmm. It's all those blue. pixels. All the, mm, that's fair. That's fair. It's all them pics, bro. Damn. <laughs> Damn. It's them pics, bro. Why is I, all you know I'm what it is? Blue? I got it. I'm sorry. Go for it. Why are you always seeing blue when you're browsing the web? You know what? I, I'm going to use this moment to call you out as a liar, uh, Laser. As we all God know and we discussed recently, uh, Tumblr banned NSFW content. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now when you're browsing the web, no, you don't see blue shit. You know why? Because it's illegal now, and this is 
where we're at. That's why there were $3 million instead of $3 billion. Hashtag NSFW content is the only way to social media. Keon. Yeah, mm-hmm. down with the blue shit. Oh my God, it's a much better hashtag. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I just hear projectiles coming from that side of the room. It's amazing. It's okay. So when I said I had news at the end of the podcast, now I'm saying I have good news at the end of the podcast. <laughs> oh, <I'm> <laughs> just stay, oh stay tuned. Um, hashtag stay tuned. Yeah, my answer is depression. Oh my fuck. Moving on. And Keon is correct. <laughs> hey, Shortest ding, episode ding, ding. in the world. We're just skipping my shit. Hey, Matt. This is the first time I already answered. This is the first time you've ever done that, Laser. <laughs> made the joke where I said Keon. Made the joke the- that I make that you get mad at me. Well, yeah, That's how you know this episode's just uh, off true. the rails. <laughs> well, it's just because I have depression. Hey Aww. guys. Let's talk about color psychology. Whoa. Oh, that's, that's actually a- really interesting. Why is I thought you were gonna have a shitty topic. That's cool. Why is every wah, wah. app blue? The science behind the color of your website by TrafficSoda.com. Traffic Soda? Are Traf- you serious? Traffic Soda. Cameron just shit his pants. That's such a bad source. Like that's worse Seriously? than that's worse than Wikipedia. It's called Traffic Soda. He's gonna message me in the middle Do of the next week and just be like, this "I website? just shit my pants." It's I, it's one of those websites that has like the sponsored Facebook stories that's hey, like hey, you'd like this article. It's clickbait. The logo is a hexagon, so you know it's from the future. I'm sorry, you're okay. right. So yes. continue my liege. I don't know. I think I'm good. What? Oh, I mean, go. my sources are inadequate. I don't think they're inadequate. Why just... is every app blue? Let's talk about color psychology. It's a thing that's real that people work on. Uh, for example, women, the color that they tend to prefer. I mean, Bridget, why don't you tell me is the only woman in the room? What is uh... Purple, green, and blue. Really? Yeah, women yeah. tend to prefer purple, green, and blue. What would Men, you? Well, what were you gonna say, Bridget? Um. Well, I was gonna guess blue and just hope oh. that I was right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess he said the color, but there were four colors, so you and had yeah, a pretty good the, shot. The there was three. You, you you mathematically I thought you said purple, bitch. green. Oh fuck! There's three. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not offend Matt and his dyscalculia. <laughs> Second of all, is that a thing? The no. Implies, well, dyscalculia is a thing, but I don't know about that. I don't that. think I'm I have. A, I'm not a real doctor, so I can't. Well, you're right. You're, yeah, you're a doctoral advisor. advisor. I'm just a doctoral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Laser! What, what is your? God, th- I'm the rest. doctoral I'm advisor, Laser. Go. I advise you to not use the to describe three different. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. So what's the color that men like? I got it. I'm a man. I'm the least manly man here. Keon's definitely the most. Let me answer. Then I'm he answers. Let's see sure, who's right. Sure, sure. I'm going to say the most manly color is green. Keon, what do you think? No, it's uh, black, green, and blue. <gasps> I was about the to... Color. No, no, fuck you. I was about to say black for Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> black and red. So, you know, have you noticed a, a common thing amongst these? It's blue. So already we knew that, hey, wow. people... Wow. You know, people as a whole, they like blue more. Uh, things like, you know, bright orange, yellow, and green for your company. Uh, you know, that's nice. <laughs> that's nice for like a children's bouncy house. Oh, but wow. For your high fashion website, that's fucking shit, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, the thing is, color psychologists, they actually recognize that um, th- there are certain feelings associated with each color. For example, blue. There's trust, peace, and order. Blue. That's a good sign-off. We should do that. Mm-hmm. So, um, hey guys, can you name some apps that use blue as their primary color? Face, place. Face place. Is face, that Facebook? Yeah, face place. Yeah. Face place. Face. Mm-hmm. Yep. Twitter dark mode. 
Ooh, <laughs> there we much go. better. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that Calm app that always has the word Calm written in white with a mm-hmm. blue background. That mm-hmm. makes sense then, right? So like Facebook, Twitter, PayPal, and Capital One, uh, they, subter- they, they project subtle messages of trustworthiness and serenity and loyalty and tranquility. Is that why Wells Fargo is red with gold? Because they're the opposite of that shit. Yeah, uh, the, the, oh well, my that's god, that makes so much sense. Th- those are yeah. more like regal colors. Um, yeah, like overlords. Like yeah. people oh, who yeah, take no, your Wells Fargo, uh, let's see, one second. Can my bosses listen to this podcast? They wouldn't. Wells Fargo sucks shit. Um, so <laughs> like, it makes sense. Um, so anyway, uh, blue, it, they, uh, the, the, it makes the consumer feel calm when they see blue you know you feel like you can just scroll on tumblr or paypal no Uh, (laughs) i just i could just scroll on paypal for ages you could just watch all your transactions you made when you were really tired on the internet (laughs) then you're like oh responsible so the only case where you would not use blue for your website can you guess if you're selling water, nailed you know, it. Kind of ah, close. <laughs> kind of close in a way. If you don't want money. Oh, it's, that's smart too. Mm-hmm, if you want anti-money. <laughs> is that why you made your website blue? If don't, your business don't, don't. is related to food. <laughs> it's too soon. Wait, really? Yeah, the, the types of food, very few types of food are blue. True. And the color can send a message of distaste. So yeah, the only website that you wouldn't use blue for is uh, going to be if it's pertaining to food, as mm, few foods are blue, blue and uh, it can portray a message of distaste. Is that why blue raspberry sucks so much in most of the blue raspberry stuff? Um, blue. Do you know why blue raspberry is actually blue? Because um, red is already taken by like strawberry and cherry and shit. And Wait, they really? wanted their yeah. fucking their mark. Yeah, that's why that's <laughs> that's why it's blue raspberry. That it's doesn't just make like, sense because like there's right. cherry, strawberry, yeah. raspberry, watermelon. Like everything's already exactly. red. That's why watermelon's more pink than it actually mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Huh? Shit, mm-hmm. dude. I take it back, Laser. This is the best article you've ever used. That wasn't from the article. I just knew that. Fuck yeah, he's a fucking genius. <laughs> hey, hey guys, what would you say is the color of my energy? What? Amber? No, that's a reference Amber's to Wonderful. That's all I can sing without getting fucked. It's yellow. Yellow is the color of my energy because yellow signifies warning and anxiety. This color can sometimes be associated with happiness and sunshine, but more than often is linked to warning signs. Think of like a wet floor or a traffic signal. That's terrifying. you just had Wow, Laser has real strong wet floor energy. (laughs) Like, bro. Sorry, I pissed myself. (laughs) Yellow yellow evokes a heightened sense of emotion or anxiety, so it should never be used as the main color for the branding scheme of your website because people are like, oh, fuck. It's best used on features like call to action. Action buttons where a bit of anxiety or tension will urge the user to click that button. We're going to make that WFE and uh, uh, BuzzFeed quiz. It's like, what's your wet floor energy? And then, you know, it's right next to the BD. What's your little piss boy pants energy? <laughs> are you piss boy pants energy or are you ice spill so coffee here, on the floor? We'll, we'll make this a little game. What do you guys think green signifies? I got it. Money. Mm-mm. Growth. Money. Growth. Growth. That's pretty good. That's Growth pretty is pretty good. good. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Vegetables. Bongo? Zachary? Well, Keon is probably the closest because it represents the environment, outdoors, and action. Get fucked. It's used to describe environmentally friendly or outdoor related practices. So it's used for businesses that have to do with nature, the environment, organic products, or the outdoors. So, um, you know, like it also just, if you want a more natural vibe or something, for example, going on topic of banks, Regions Bank uses green. And, you know, that sort of makes you think, honestly, when I see it, I think like that looks like a cleaner bank. You know, that looks like (laughs) it just, it just seems like that it's a more, 
contemporary in an environmental yeah. sense, but it's a fucking green sign and I'm a stupid money. bitch. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> green for money. Hey it's guys, for money. What is, what, if you're wondering why I'm talking the way I'm talking and just acting the way I am, aside from being laser, I'm also in like the worst position ever. Um, chose it. I'm laying almost entirely on my back on this couch with my head sort of propped up on my chest, but it makes it so I don't move and fuck up the audio. Hey guys, <laughs> what does orange do? What does orange color mean? Okay, you know what? No, we're not answering this. Zach, I swear to God, you've got this. I looked at you when he said orange. You had it in your soul. Come on, Zach. You said, Zach, tell I me. watched Keenan and Kel. I know the answer to this. That's right. He dropped the screw in the tuna. Come on. He did. You got this, bro. Stand by. Are you telling us to stand by? Or no, that's, just, what I mean? that's what it means. It means uh, you're going oh, on standby. Oh, wait. Oh, it's the waiting app. It does yeah. make sense, Ooh, actually. Orange so. is a standby color. Yeah. So just orange like is standing by for a rhyming Orange thing. is fun, confidence, and color. urgency. It's what? Say that fun, again? confidence, and urgency. Holy shit. It's great to encourage physical activity, competition, and confidence, which is why it's often used in many sports team logos. Oh, yeah, like this, the Jaguars? Mm-hmm. And other sports of teams. Of Keons. Is it actually the Jaguars? I actually don't <laughs> fucking remember. <laughs> you lived there. I just automatically... I don't even give a shit. I automatically agreed. I don't know fucking shit about fuck. Um, hey, guys. Black. It's luxury and value. Thank you. Is it, wait, yeah. really? Yeah, like Louis nice. Vuitton and Lamborghini. You think of the shiny black sleek Like Porsches cars. and Audis and stuff. You know, Hell yeah. It signifies luxury, elegance, sophistication, elegance. and power. My question is, power. who decided these values? And it's kind why of, do we keep using them? Well, they kind um, of sound like I can it. hop in here, actually. Um, we actually have the creator right here. Uh, it's uh, doctoral advisor, Bridget, here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bridget, why did you choose these values? Colors mean stuffs. <laughs> I will be answering no further And you'll questions. find out with me, Diane Reed, <laughs> at 8 p.m. brings us to the 8 p.m. NPR show. And I'm Laser Elric. Today we're going to be talking about... So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Well, the thing is, is that it's actually all of this, like, is these are observations. These weren't decided. Um, like... Just we've noticed that like blue makes us feel more awake. Yellow makes us feel more anxious. Like, for example, bright colors tend to be a call to action. Mm -hmm. If you want someone to do something, make it bright and make it neon. You know, you're not going to be seeing like a dull yellow, like click here urgently button. Like the neon, like slow signs and shit Mm -hmm. or like, I mean, most things psychologically have been done through like studies and then research and then conclusions and then backing up that research and then <laughs> fucking science social science yeah it's social science though you know fucking yeah. nerd shit fucking so anyway nerd shit i'm not getting my phd my doctoral advisor doesn't like me so that's like what every i have other it's doctoral so true advisor. i don't yeah yeah <laughs> he just barely pays me enough to deal with it that's so matt you're tough <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I'm sorry. I couldn't yes and anything. That's pretty fair. Actually, Laser, are you done? I'm sorry. Uh, yes. No, I was like going into that, but I was waiting for my doctor's advice. I Oh, I just got it. I have kidney. I have kidney. kidney. <laughs> I have kidney. Laser, you have kidneys. I have kidney. <laughs> you know, no, just one. Just a big old mega kidney three times the size of a normal it's a, kidney. It's a proud day in a father's life when he finds out his son has a kidney. You know, it's mm-hmm. just, yeah. He's a pediatric Yeah, because you know kidneys. when you're the yeah. father and you need a kidney and you're like, oh, thank God I can take my <laughs> and son's. And you're like, oh, you've got to be kidney. He's just been <laughs> one big like here. refrigerator for this kidney his whole life and now I can just take it out of there. I function as that. Exactly. I have four... Uh, Wait, well, you don't have a separate kidney refrigerator in your garage? No, I just have a child. He uh, has it in his office, the kidney though. Forever. Before I was 18, I had four kidneys. 
needs, but now I'm older and I've only got two. Mm-hmm. All right, so you is it my turn, Laser? Bridge is laughing. I did it. Bridge is laughing at that joke, and I'm funny. Okay, no, you're not. What was your question? I don't know. I asked you if you were done, and then I shit on you for no reason. I'm going to miss you. Laser, are you done with your topic? I'm done with my topic. All right, that means it's my turn. I have a question for you folks. Mm-hmm. Why <laughs> did fuck change the movie landscape? Why did fuck Why did change? Fuck? All right. Well, I mean, porn, you know, porn is like, I don't think people actually care about film and recording things until they realize it could translate into pornography Fair because enough. porn is the great motivator. You know, um, the prostitution was the world's oldest, uh, oldest, I almost said vacation, the old world's <laughs> oldest <laughs> occupation. You know, this is um, a good old vacation. Tumblr lost billions of dollars of value after getting rid of its porn. Mm-hmm. Porn is a mm-hmm. humongous motivator. So why did fuck be important for film or whatever the fuck your stupid ass question was? <laughs> um, because they went, Oh man, now that people can fuck on film, well, Wait. actually we wouldn't have the Marvel universe if it wasn't for porn. The end. That's bada a bing, argument. bada boom. Could, I quit the podcast. Keon, I'm sorry. <laughs> could, you, could you serve up the question one more time? Yeah, um, I got lost too. Um, how how did fuck change the movie landscape? Well, as uh, if we're all if we're all taking each other's just like jokes that we do. Um, a fuck actually nope. stands for friends under <laughs> caring <laughs> kindness. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, it changed the it changed the film industry forever because there were uh, there were a code of ethics in the fifties where they're like. You can't swear. You can't have the sex on the screen. You can only have fuck. And that's friends oh. under caring kindness. And everything had to be rated PG. There was no sex or violence. That's when it Mr. Was... Rogers took over as president, right? Ex- mm-hmm, exactly. Yep, and the, the world world peace happened. And it's been like that ever since. Don't turn on the news. So, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> don't look outside. Don't leave your home. Do not leave your home. Under don't any leave the purges all the don't time look up. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Do not leave the house anyway. My answer to you folks is the movie known as Fuck. What? Also known as Blue Movie, or more commonly known as Blue Movie, was a 1969 American film written, produced, and directed by Andy Warhol. What the Whoa. fuck? Yes. This Campbell's movie, man. <laughs> known as Blue Chicken Movie, Soup or... Chicken Soup Boy himself. Chicken Soup Boy. Tomato Soup. Andy Hall. Wow. What was that saying? I'm sorry. What? Tomato soup. Boy. Did you just correct him? Yes. Is it tomato? It might be both. I mean, it should be t- just, tomato just made and a bunch chicken noodle soup. That's disgusting. <laughs> I just like when people correct laser, and it's not me. Uh, listen, um, <laughs> the last time I had Campbell's chicken noodle soup, I didn't realize you were supposed to do a can of water along oh, with the can of soup. Oh, this story is so good. Are you and, supposed to? Uh, yeah. <gasps> You've never made Campbell's chicken noodle soup? No, yeah, I had that Do same you know problem. what the word condensed means? It means no. condensed. It's, it's con- something you always find out the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's condensed chicken noodle soup. The way you cook it is you pour the can in, and then you fill the can up with water, and you pour that in. And oh, then you shit. put the can in the microwave. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the empty cool. can the in the microwave. And then you put the microwave in the oven. And, and then you put the oven in, in the soup. And then the soup heats up. But yeah, but if... If you're like me, uh, circa 2015. That's not even that long um, ago. No, it really isn't. Um, you you <laughs> eat the condensed soup and you're like, oh, this is so much saltier than I remember. <laughs> but you still eat the whole thing. Oh, oh so dumb. I All do right. not. Uh, wow. Getting back on track. So this movie, 
fuck, otherwise known as Blue Movie. I just love that it's also known as fuck. Uh, was the 1969 American film written by, directed by, and produced Wendy by Andy Orhal. Orhal. Wendy Orhal. And um, it actually is the first adult erotic film depicting explicit sex to receive wide theatrical release in the United it's States. Somewhat right. Kind of. That's I'm, why it fucked me up a I'm little. I'm taking the W here. The, <laughs> I'll I'm, give you. I'll give you the W. I'm taking the handy oral. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so the handy oral picture was the first um, explicit sex movie to really receive a wide release um, in the United States, and then of course it's considered because of that a seminal film in the golden age of porn, <laughs> which <seminal>. started <laughs> what. Seminal. Yeah. He gets me. Um, guess what year the golden age of porn starts? I swear to God. 1969. Yes. 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 Okay. We're not quoting our favorite films. We're at, we're talking about this movie. So <laughs> it, it was, it's from 1969 to 1984 and it helped inaugurate the porno chic phenomenon in modern American culture. Fuck yes. And later in many other countries throughout the world. So according to Warhol, Blue Movie was a major influence, actually, in the making of Last Tango in Paris, the uh, favorite, uh, the famous movie with Marlon Brando, if you guys haven't heard of it. Um, and that was released shortly after Blue Movie, actually. Pretty cool. Yeah. If Matt says so, I think it is. <laughs> well, Last Tango in Paris is like a famous film, like with Marlon Brando. And it, like this movie being released widely definitely opened up, I'd say, most of American cinema to like the idea of like sex is okay, kind of. And then like it seems like in the 90s and 2000s, it regressed to like childish bullshit and sex, mm-hmm. like it, yeah. college dramas and stuff. But like it used to be a little bit more acceptable as like. People are humans. That's a main thing, yeah, but it's also part of the to, story. I'm, I'm glad we finally like continued as a society and understand that sex is disgusting. It should never happen. Yeah, and then we lost every opportunity to go to heaven. So yeah, six good nine. luck in hell, everybody. Good luck. <laughs> good. I'm, I'm making factions. I'm going to take my rightful place in hell. As like I don't know, probably like anyway. So <laughs> a since, since uh, Laser is going to hell, uh, I just want to let you guys oh, know yeah. some more information on this movie. Um, it was actually made for only three thousand dollars. Really? Yes. Were they filming on tape? Yeah, sure, probably. You're supposed to stick. No, there wasn't tape, tape in '69. I don't know why I thought of like Scotch tape. And, it was like, the summer tape. of '69. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. They didn't have tape. Mm-hmm. They only had mm-hmm. glue sticks. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I'm <laughs> so sorry. Now I'm picturing them like gluing stamps onto tape and trying to use that as film. Okay. I mean, that is kind of like, right? Future, future Keon. Future you, can, you can stop anytime. You, can, you, can you got better shit to do. You can, Keon, you can leave this Keon, podcast. You can, just, you can just get rid of it. I just feel bad that we're making Bridget sit through this. Not Bridget, Zach, I feel like Bridget's, Bridget's enjoying it, but Zach has just left. <laughs> Zach's just a dirty man. He doesn't, he doesn't matter. Zach doesn't matter. When the I fuck did well, I say you could talk? This is like any of Andy Warhol's other stuff that I know of. Uh huh. I think that like he had like a squad of <laughs> he had a squad <laughs> of people. Uh, he did. That he j- they just made a bunch of weird like they were literally filmed for like days, days at a time. There we go. <laughs> All right. Do you want me to start over? No, you're good. <laughs> I just love. Okay. <laughs> I just because I, I want to look at she's Matt, like, but that's not like how wandering. you use microphones. Like I'm aware of that, she's but it's just thing. hard because I'm just I want to have a conversation oh. with you. I'll just, I'll the just Doppler look at you. Just happening on the microphone where you just yeah, I'm just like kind of moving around. If, if it's anything like, like Andy Warhol's work, go ahead and talk to me, Bridget. Talk to me. He has a squad of people. <laughs> <laughs> it's so quiet. So quiet. <laughs> oh. And, uh, <laughs> 
All right, sorry, complete your thought. They just, I don't know, they were just, I don't know if he paid them or not, and this is this is all speculating, like, I don't have any sources at all, but, uh-huh. like, I'm pretty sure they just would, like, film for hours and hours and hours and days on end. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Do a bunch of drugs and stuff. Holy they were all uh, on methamphetamine. Oh, oh yeah, there's a lot of oh, meth yeah. involved in his work. I when did Andy Warhol die? Last year. Really? No, I don't know. He could be alive. Somebody look it up. We have puns. Someone He's look so it up. If he died so? in, ask him. If he died the year I was born, I think I'm reincarnated Andy Warhol. <laughs> You're Andy Warhol. So died in 1987. Oh, thank oh, you. Yeah, nice. How oh, long yeah. does it take to be reincarnated? <laughs> Seven years. <laughs> wait. I think there's a 90-day wait Ten, period. You fucking math of fucking discalcula. <laughs> oh, man. What was it, Bronco? What did you say Discalcula. <laughs> I don't remember what I said. It's been five seconds. Thank God. Okay, so in 1970, Mona, the second adult erotic film after Blue Movie, depicting explicit sex that received a wide release, was shown. And this later in, in uh, it's inspires... It's pronounced Moana. What can I say except you're welcome? <laughs> oh, my God. So later, other adult films such as Boys in the Sand, Deep Throat, Behind the Green Door, and mm-hmm. The Devil and Miss Jones were released. This is uh, a large part of the golden age of porn, as we talked about previously. Um, but basically what happened was this movie paved the way for a lot of still controversial but surprisingly successful theatrical releases of basically adult films. Consider mm-hmm. the nut. With a plot. <laughs> Consider the what was it? Consider big, the big nut. nut. What was what was? <laughs> oh god! It was the beginning of porn with a plot. It's true. In 1973, the phenomenon of porn being publicly discussed uh, and taken seriously by film critics began. This was several years after that first movie, I believe, uh, around when Deep Throat was released, because that had such an interesting reaction in the zeitgeist. Subtle name. Settle. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was just about a guy who could speak real deep, right? No, it was, it was about hey, Nixon. They call me he's deep like, there's a common name. Deep I can't do an actual deep voice <laughs> at this position. <laughs> hey, how's it going? My name's Deep. That's throat. better. Thank you. That was weird when they released that one porn shaft, was it? It was really what? weird when they released that one porn um, <laughs> fucking Mona. Yeah, Just fucking Moana. It's like, <laughs> Did you know that they actually they changed the name in Italy because that's the name of a porn star in Italy? Moana. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Disney had to like do an entirely different ad campaign in Italy. What the fuck? Okay. Free That's advertising. So yeah, did you yeah. know that fucking Inside Out's called Riley Reed in other countries? <laughs> but they had to change it. And there's a porn star named Inside Out in Brazil, so they had to... <laughs> don't get me started oh on God. Toy Story. No, She's I don't just know. a vagina, but you know, Inside Out. <laughs> sure, yeah. Like the good dinosaur. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the good puss in other countries. I- ironically, ironically enough, getting back to the topic... Uh, <laughs> Blue Movie was actually shown uh, in 2005 and 2016 uh, in New York in like a public forum be, oh, uh, based on its artistic <laughs> in a public school <laughs> value. If you it was actually shown at um, uh, Rosa Parks Elementary. Oh my God. Are you joking? <laughs> no. Wait, really? It was at Rosa No, Park. of course it wasn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> you said no, you what? were joking. I, just, I thought you said, are you serious? <laughs> and I outrageously said no, and then I went, wait, hold on. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Not in an elementary school. But you know what? That's not the worst thing. I mean, I saw. Mo- I, I heard thing. they play Moana in all entrance. And school. I was outraged. That's what I'm saying. That's the worst thing. And I'm going to go with that's the end of my topic because I could go on for a while. But, you know, we all know. I think we talked about the dirty parts. Yeah, you know I what think I mean? we talked about the dirty parts in the thing. Shout out to Andy Warhol, drug dealer, drug user, and. Uh, 
And he said filmmaker? dealer. Yeah, dealer? the filmmaker. Andy Hall. The original maker of Moana Uncensored. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, guys. Best here's a segment called Why Not, where one of us chooses a Why Not question for us to debate. Um, I wh- got one. You go. Go for it, yeah. Ken. And mine is Why Not Pixar? Just because we're let's, let's let's turn this dirty let's let's wipe away the dirt from this dirty dirty topic. I will take actually. Can pick the topic. You go first. Oh, Posy, are you kidding Posy? me? Posy, okay, Laser, are you, are you? What do you want to do? Uh, I mean, I could. You know what? I'll take negative. And okay. I, I like. It, I, I will take neutral, and then of course our guest judges here will have the final I, say. I think mm-hmm. they should have a conjoined twin. Leg in this race. Yeah, they have to say everything they <laughs> say at the same time during this. Yeah, you guys ready? Yeah. Are you yes. ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Bridget even took the sounds second like, like, Sounds yeah. like they are okay. ready. All right. Uh, uh, I'm neutral, so I guess Keon, go first with Posse, then I'll hit that nooch. And, uh, the nooch. <laughs> That's Laze, what people call nutritional yeast. Laze will hit that neg neg, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I yeah. fucking love nutritional yeast. It's such a good Parmesan I replacement. fucking love the atmosphere of this episode. Delicious. Just shit falling, things ringing. It's the best <laughs> fucking thing. Echoes everywhere. This Man. is a real life podcast. Fan fucking fantastic. What's the this thing on Twitch? Is the this true is the chaos this, emerald. It really this is. This is an artificial intelligence made podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fake podcast. This is a, this is the remake of AI Fox was going to make, but then they like Disney bought them and they canceled it. Yeah, little did everybody at home know that uh, Matt Laser and Keon aren't actually here. It's just Bridget and Zach with like a voice modulator trying to like yeah. fuck with us. Desperately a bit. trying to make this good. Desperately. Laser yeah. is Desperately actually trying. my social experiment. I wanted to see how long. You guys would let it happen, and oh it's getting God. concerning. So you're saying mm-hmm. you created me? Well, I, she's you are so cruel. The ultimate life form. She's the doctoral advisor. I'm of course, she doc- created you. I'm a doctor advisor. I doctor. <laughs> I advise doctor. Hey guys, day. negative. Fuck Pixar. Oh my you God. Did it. Is what I would say, but I like. I'm not. You know, I'm going to say the negative things about it. So, um, but like, you know, uh, Pixar, first off, I love it. Like I do, I do like Pixar. I enjoy watching the movies and everything, but like, it's kind of the thing with Disney and Pixar and everything lately is, you know, something's going wrong when Cars 3 happens. <laughs> Just like, let's be real. That's a litmus test. Like, and especially because Cars 3, that whole thing was like straight up like old person, like uh, millennials. Like, no <laughs> joke. Like, I read the synopsis. I'm not fucking watching that movie. Like, the plot was like fucking like uh, millennials. No joke. Like, oh, my God. It's it's. Before Cars 2, they had like no movie on Rotten Tomatoes that was like under fucking like 90% or some shit. And then like Cars 3 was like in the 50s. Oh my God. Yeah, but you know why they still kept making them even though they were being poorly received? Why? It's motherfucking... It's Disney actually because Disney Disney will tell them to make sequels and make movies whether they want to. I mean like that's why they had to release The Good Dinosaur so early because they didn't want to do it anymore. Like it took so long but they teased it and Disney's like you have to do it. Wait, really? Yeah, that's what a lot of people have said. Is like Disney was like, no, you still have to do it. it like it seemed like they were just going to drop the project because they couldn't quite figure it out because they're very story heavy. Mm-hmm. And if you watch the Good Dinosaur, it definitely seems like there's still some development that just wasn't done in that story. Yeah, you know. All right, so it's I should have taken fucking neutral because I guess all my negative shits about Disney. Uh, here's the negative thing about Pixar it's is that still they're Disney. affiliated like, with good. Disney. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like honestly, is the fact that like Pixar. They create a lot of, they still do, they create a lot of incredibly genuine things that are incredible. Coco is, I, I, I have only, I know, I have only cried in theaters, I believe twice. And I mean like full on cried. And I'm pretty sure once was when I was just a kid being a little bitch, but like Coco 
I was openly sobbing after the end of that movie, not just as I exited the movie theater, but as I went into BJ's to get a pazuki. <laughs> I, I was in there. I had a coupon for a free pazuki, which BJ's is a restaurant. A pazuki is like a, a little, <laughs> a, a, cookie thing. a very small, like hot cookie cake with ice cream on top. Oh my God. Yeah, yes, I, had, I had a coupon for it and I was openly sobbing with Jay as we went and walked into BJ's to get this pazuki. And it was a very good Pazuki, an incredible movie. So uh, the thing is, Pixar is so good, and it the ne- but but it's affiliated with Disney. I did it. That was a negative. Good job. I'm neutral. So I'm going to say I love almost all of the Pixar movies. Um, there are just a couple exceptions that I don't particularly love, but I still think they're good movies for the most part. Um, I'd say two of the more negative things. The movies tend to be a little formulaic. I mean that makes sense based on the genre, but they do they do tend to be a little formulaic. Um, and the other negative thing is just like, like we said, Disney, oh God, Disney kind of grabs them sometimes and makes them adjust certain ways that I just really don't like. Like the fact that like Coco had to have two directors and one of them had to be like a really old white guy. And like mm-hmm. the fact that they put the frozen short up in front of it because oh, they were like worried yeah. people weren't going to see Coco. Like there are just some things that they do that I don't particularly love. Um, and those are really the negatives. And then the positives being like, you know, they really, they keep kids remembering like emotions and family matter. And I really appreciate that. They keep me remembering emotions and family matter. <laughs> fuck children. Exactly. Don't fuck children. Wait. But, yeah. I, <laughs> but like, man, fuck. Like, yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. I still need to see Toy Story 4. It was Same. honestly really good. Yeah. Um, but Keon, go ahead. Sorry, you do positives. Yeah, so positives, um, not only are they always... So the thing that... This is a positive and a negative because these motherfuckers have emotion down to so much of a fucking formula that every time you go into the movie, you're like, I'm going to be fine. This is a this is a movie about your emotions in your brain? Uh, it couldn't be that dumb and Everybody ridiculous. Everybody saw the trailer to Inside Out and was like, we're fine. And then we all yeah. died. What my my it, mom cried because mm-hmm. we went and saw it together and it was Aww. about like a kid with depression. She's like, yeah. oh, I understand. Stand you. I'm like you don't understand me, mommy. Oh. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> but she cried. <laughs> that's why she cried because yeah. you told her that. Yeah. You're an oh damn! Now you're right. I also should have talked in the theater. <laughs> it was me who was the asshole. Oh yeah, so. Keon was behind me, and he was <laughs> telling my mom, that's, "That's your fucking kid. He's so, he's so sad, and it's your fault. You should notice things. Wait, His emotions are all out of whack. He's depressed and gonna run away on a bus at the why climax was Keon of the movie." Mr. T, what the fuck? Yeah. If you think you think I sound like Mr. T. <laughs> you you kind of did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bridget, did I sound like Mr. T in that moment? Objectively, a little, right? A little. Okay. <laughs> I, I wanted to shit on Matt, but I had to make absolutely sure he was right. And right, I was. Are we done shitting in here? There's a lot of shit. No oh, my God. And there's no way. AC, so it smells smell just awful. Just, it's, exactly. just hot. it's just hot garbage. All right, Keon, I'm sorry. Garbage. You go ahead and finish, and then if our guests have anything to add before their, their conclusion. Yeah, they gave our fucking emotions emotions, and it pissed me off. It was too good. <laughs> it is pretty genius. And it, it fit the formula. They always do this formula where it's just like, oh, man, our hero's at a down point, and now they have to get out of it, and sometimes people have to make a sacrifice, and then inside out, there's just this really poignant movement where I'm like, I'm very fucking pissed off. I give a shit about this imaginary character. I know. And they do it every movie, and they're always just so good, and they make them... And a lot of really cr- great creative stuff. I think we're all basically going neutral on this topic because yeah. I have some negative to say. You just bing bonged the shit out of me, bro, <laughs> exactly. when you said that. You didn't mm-hmm. even have to say the name of it. I was like, oh, I immediately in my brain, I'm like, I'm sad. I'm getting Inside emotional. Inside Out is also like just as a tool mm-hmm. for like children. Like oh, yeah. I, I have a few it's things a from like a, a, a school like teacher perspective. Mm-hmm. Like Inside Out is really helpful for like teaching children to like 
uh, you know, discuss their emotions and like yeah. indicate yeah. how they're feeling mm-hmm. and be okay with emotions being sad and happy. We should just that was the biggest thing for me. Fuck Pixar. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> well, well, I mean, no, I got, I think that's the biggest reason we're all like unable to completely be negative is because there's mm-hmm. two or three Pixar movies that just don't allow for negativity. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're just oh, yeah. so fucking Coco, good. Yeah. Inside out. And what's the third one? Come on fellas. The Toy Story 2 is, is That's probably right. it's the time to take a break. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, oh is it? Uh, well, we have to finish the why not. So, Keon, so right. are you done? Yeah. Uh, well, I just want to say that they have like all of their shorts are usually some sort of pet project which are incredible um, oh like God, all yeah. I don't think oh, I have yeah. negative feelings towards any of their shorts except for the Frozen one which just went on for like 20 fucking long. minutes for yeah. no reason I didn't even but think like, it was that bad it was just like why would you put it where you put it and why is it so long yes exactly but I mean like all their shorts are incredible seriously go look up Pixar shorts they're up on uh their website as well as YouTube and a lot of them are really fucking good. One of them's about a goddamn yarn ball that goes to like bro company True. and it's really fucking good and it's surprisingly great. And like all of their all of their shorts are so good. But I gotta say, like the my one negative towards them in general is that not only do they have like their weird fucking formula that sometimes is a little contrived, but a lot of mm-hmm. times it's really good. But Jesus fucking Christ, don't go between uh, don't go before fucking uh, what was it, Wreck It Ralph, which I know that technically wasn't Pixar, that was Disney. Disney but like, did. but was was Incredibles two D- Disney or Pixar? Pixar. Pixar. Okay, fuck you. If you're gonna go before your goddamn movie and go, we're sorry this movie took so long. Please forgive us. I'm like, just show me your fucking movie. It literally was a five minute section where they're just like, we're fucking sorry. Here's Samuel Jackson saying sorry. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Show me the fucking movie. Don't apologize. Just wow. have a good movie. Are you fu- yeah. right? Remember, did. Incredibles two still I pisses didn't... me off so much. It's fucking bullshit. I never saw any of that. I mean, I haven't seen a Pixar movie. In years, in yeah. many years, and based on your it lack was pretty of knowledge wild, of the dude. subject, yeah. what do you think about our <laughs> yeah. Yeah. section? Um, I mean, you all seem pretty knowledgeable about all of this, and I wish I knew. If we made about you watch them, you would go, "Oh my God, Pixar is a gem," but also Disney. Yeah, no, that's all I you mean, would do. Yeah, I remember yeah, we'll a lot tell of you the core Pixar movies like Toy Story <laughs> and Bugs Life, and mm-hmm. oh, hell yeah. I had great memories with those. Mm-hmm. I don't have any input. Brongle, no, that was input. That was good, Brongle. Well, uh, Pixar has um, a ginormous cereal bar in their studio. Um, I don't know if you what guys know about this. What the fuck did you just yeah. say to me? No, no, no. What? It's real. It's legit. And oh. they literally, like, they're able to eat cereal, like, anywhere. Like, they'll eat it in, like, the meeting rooms and stuff oh. like that. They have, like, it's like, they have, I don't know how many. This is an exaggeration, probably, or maybe it's not. I don't know. They have, like, 100 different types of cereals. They have, like, all kinds of milks and, like, coffee. And I stuff. thought you meant they had a giant, like, Oh, like, a, a, a bar? Like, like, one of, yeah. like, the Dude, cinnamon toast crunch bars. I literally thought yeah, it was that. it's just really big. And they all take little <laughs> bites off of it. I don't know and, fucking and, why. And once they finish the bar, they have to close the studio. When you said, <laughs> when you said they go to every the, every room with the cereal bar, I literally thought they just <laughs> tied around. They're just like, do you guys want some? He's like, I don't know. It's been, like, five weeks we've had that thing. It's like, going a little stale. We have to it's get like, a new well, cereal we get, bar. We can't, fit, we can't have a new one <laughs> until we decadent. eat this one. I don't know how Keanu and I both thought <laughs> yeah. that because it's so dumb, but we both literally were like, is it like 10 feet large? Yeah, like I thought maybe it's decorative. It's like wrapped in a Pixar blanket or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's normally stale. Oh, that makes sense. Exactly. But, I mean... So, but, what are we, like a 75% thumb up? Well, like a thumbs up, I'd give it like a 90. Right? I'd give it I'd, like a 90. I'd just say like I mean, that last, that bad 10% mm, is really fucking yeah. bad. Cars yeah. 3, Cars like, 2. Oof, oof, big You know, oof. but you can like cut that part off the peach and like still eat the rest of the peach. And you that know? peach will still change yeah. your life. Bam, yeah. Keon, what time is it? It's time. Let's take us some money. 
Wait, what hold on. You, right? <laughs> you can't yeah, take somebody's right. money. You think we're fucking like, making money? Like Disney, am I right? Capitalism. Yeah. Let's take a break. Right, Jesus let's, Christ. Let's take it. Oh, let's energy. break until we're broken. Oh, cereal bars. <laughs> Hello, my friends. This is Keon, and thank you so much for listening to Why Blue. Uh, you can find Why a Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, and Neopets, all at Why a Podcast. That's W-H-Y-A-P-O-D-C-A-S-T for all of those. Hope you had a great Labor Day weekend, got a little bit of rest and relaxation. Hopefully you didn't get caught up in the whole Dorian hurricane thing, unless you don't live in Florida, in which case... Must have been funny for you to watch that whole mayhem. We didn't get to drink water for a little while. Anyway, please feel free to leave us a five-star review and a little something on Apple Podcasts. That helps us out a whole bunch. Helps the fact that we don't have water. It makes us feel better. Uh, you can, and you can shoot us <laughs> a question, future topic, or personal why question, all at whypodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's a, if you want a question that we'll answer later, or a future topic, or personal why question, that's whypodcast at gmail.com. And a huge, huge why, guys, thank you to Evan Draper for our theme music. It's super beautiful. It's super amazing. If you love that theme music, please go check him out on social media at Silo Digital. That's P-S-Y-L-O, digital, on social media. Now let's get back to the show. Let's get back to these good, good boys before they had to worry about the panic that is Florida during hurricane season. I, I'm not upset about it. You're upset. Good Bye. Have a good time. And like the apocalypse, we are about to return and we've returned. Oh. Hey, everybody. That's right. It's happened before. It's going to happen again. Hey, everybody. You've we're back from the said break. That before you son of a bitch. Seriously? Yes. Damn. Wow. Well, well this is a good reason. It's the end again, again. Um, hey, guys. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk about our personal why question. And lastly, <laughs> we have our own personal why question where you go around the table, ask each other a personal why question. And uh, I have a personal why question for us today. Today? Yeah. Keon, what, what, or laser, sorry, what is it? What is it? Yeah, Keon. Yeah, Keon, yeah, Keon laser. what is it, laser? Yeah, yeah Keon, hey what's laser's question? Yeah, yeah, laser, what's, what's laser? Keon's question? Hey, laser. Matt? Hey, laser. Why are we ending why a podcast? <laughs> no, not the episode. Not the episode. We oh, are I'm sorry. ending yeah. why a podcast. And uh, who'd like to begin? Uh, Ken, do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Um, well, so why a podcast has been like an experiment between the three of us that has been really great. And we had no plans to end it ever. Like, I mean, you've sure. heard in yeah. past episodes forever that we we're just like, yeah, well, let's go until we're super old and gray. But honestly, like a lot of our lives are changing in such big ways that we realize that like keeping up the podcast has not only, I mean, we love doing it and recording it, but like getting it edited, getting it out, like consistently has become kind of a big thing in our lives. And it's not a bad thing, but it's also just like, it's just taken a lot to, to do. And we realize that we're doing it really well, but there are uh, a lot of projects just kind of need to need to come to an end at a certain point. And we think that we're moving on to really big, great things in our life. And we think that we kind of need to free up a little bit more time. Focus so we can, on those, yeah. Yeah. Explore like the really amazing opportunities that are happening right now around us. So, I mean, that's that, for me, that's that's a big reason. But uh, on top of that, I just fucking hate your guts. Both oh, yeah. Sense. Yeah. Okay. Same, same, shit. Same, do, do, yeah. Christ. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah th- I mean, God, I'm sick of oh, looking at God, you guys. Understandable. Absolutely. When we talked about it, uh, Keon said, uh, <laughs> just so you know, guys, uh, I hate your guts. Um, mm-hmm. On an unrelated note, uh, 
podcast ending. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then he just fucking lit our house I, on fire. I, yeah, I literally, I looked them dead in the eyes. We uh, we were we so were about fucked. to. We were actually in the break just now, and I said, "Hey guys, I'm sorry, I'm Dunyan Rings," and I walked away. <laughs> oh and they God, and they dude. had to like leap out of their chairs and be like, "Can you come back?" Just yeah, to it took us like thirty ending. minutes to get back from the break. What if it that's what really you actually said? Like that would have been the best thing. <laughs> okay, um, so uh, I get on a moving van in uh, like. I don't know, 30 Damn. hours. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's fucking insane. I'm, I'm moving to a big city. I've got a whole life to begin living. And, uh, I, I really like to put some focus into my education and maybe other creative works. Um, so it's been really wonderful for me making this podcast and, uh, we're going to be releasing about three more episodes before we end it. Uh, we may or may not be ending on the, okay. We are ending on the 69th <laughs> episode. Yeah. I'm going to just be out right and just say it. We're aiming for episode 69. when we discussed like ending it we're like we don't have to end right away when should we end and we're like well wait a minute we gotta like we're close (laughs) enough we can make it till then we can do it it. yeah so um i'm I'm just i want to focus on uh professional and educational endeavors yeah i mean basically like we had a moment where a couple weeks ago we've had weeks where like finding the time to record was hard but that's a little easier because once you record, you enjoy it and it feels worth it. But we had a week where just like... We had to record at midnight. You remember that episode? We had to record oh, yeah. so late. And then on top of that, that week, both of the episodes that needed to be edited were edited by Kian and I, who had the equivalent of hell weeks in our lives. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, where we both were working... 70 plus hours that week and laser was too and we were trying to record yeah. and then trying to edit and then laser was doing that and it was just like we want to enjoy it if we're going to do it you know and like we enjoy recording it but if if anything about it feels negative to the extent that it doesn't feel like overwhelmed by positive mm-hmm. it's just it's too hard to do like because yeah. we enjoy it like the reason we do it is because we enjoy it so if we're doing it and we feel like it's not it's like taking things take work. Things you like take work. We never minded that part. Mm-hmm. It's when it gets to a point where you're like, this work is ruining the fun part sometimes that like, that's when you walk away from a project. Cause if you ever get to the point where it feels like work all the time, mm-hmm. then it's not worth doing something like this. And so we wanted to walk away from it where we're all feeling positive about it. And we're like, that was really fun. I'm glad we did that. And we could always like do that again, like working together, doing a podcast together. Like, that's that's fine. Like we're leaving that away with that as an open. Yeah. Instead of leaving away like that was the worst trying to he made me edit one time when yeah. I was asleep. Like yeah. I, we just don't want that. Yeah. Br- Bridget and Zach, why are you ending my <laughs> podcast? Um, because we only recorded sixty nine episodes, and like Ooh. I said, I didn't think that people would let this go on this long. Thank you, yeah. doctoral <laughs> advisor yeah, thank, Bridget Cadigan. Thank you. And <laughs> I know I'll get my doctorate now. Really, <laughs> we're, we're saying all of this, but really, it was just um, when I tried to defend my thesis, um, Bridget told me I had to end the podcast. When I tried to because defend I'm my thesis, Bridget said, "Defend yourself," and threw a hammer at me, and I was like, "Oh." Yeah. Yeah, Lazy's a bitch. Yeah, then she said, bitch. I'm Dunyan Rings and walked out the house on fire. But and, yeah. And audience, I hope you know that uh, your father, your father, and I love each other very much. And it's not any That's of good. your faults. 
you know, we, we it, this divorce has nothing to do with it. Except you know? Gabe. Fuck you, Gabe. Yeah, yeah, fuck fuck you, Gabe. Gabe. Yeah, Gabe. Yeah, Greg Grimaldis owing yeah. me $15. Listen to Taz. It's a good show. <laughs> yeah. So thank you. Now that we're in the podcast, Laser can't yell yeah. at us because we refer to the Adventure Zone. Yep. I knew I was going to quit this podcast the moment we, first episode, we referenced another podcast. I'm like, you know, fuck this shit. <laughs> and, and we are all going to have other projects that we're going to work on. So you can hear our voices other places. Oh, yeah. Nice. And, yeah. And you can listen back to the 69 fucking episodes of this show. Yeah, if you're in the Chicago area, you can watch me perform after like a year once I'm trained <laughs> enough that they'll let me perform. And I, yeah. I hope you guys will have patience because uh, if we have other projects we're doing, if we don't announce them before the end of the podcast, which hopefully we'll, we'll probably announce one or two of the things we're working on. But um, at some point, if we all do something and you guys like us, uh, we'll probably put out into the uh, subscriber base just an announcement on what else we're working on and be like... Yeah. Hey, if you liked us doing this, we're doing this other thing that takes a little less time every week. Yeah, I'm and, talking about uh, doing something with Matt, but we'll see, you know. Yeah, just we got to like, feel it out. Yeah. We're probably definitely going to do it. I'd say we're like 99 on doing it. It's more like we don't want to announce it early and then have people waiting. Yeah, because I'll break my fucking legs. And then I'll be like, laser, I'm sorry, I couldn't do it. I broke my fucking legs. And then and I'll then, yell at him because Tony Stark could do it in a cave yeah, with a bunch of scraps. Uh, yeah, but like, then I'm over here. And then I broke both my arms. And it's like all the lasers got broken arms and legs. And it's like, how does this even happen to him? I'm like, I was trying to roll in my wheelchair. And then I rolled into a tree with my. And when I tried to put my arms out, oh it my broke God. my arms. So then I'm here with broken. <laughs> arms and legs and then it's like okay but laser your voice still works i broke my neck <laughs> oh no damn that's why we're ending the podcast laser broke his arms legs neck yeah. his ankle. so thank you so much for listening to why podcast i got a missed call from my dad six minutes ago <laughs> um <laughs> lastly we have our no way fuck thank you for listening to why <laughs> sorry <laughs> i read the wrong part of the script. oh my god thank you so much for listening to why podcast i am laser the end is nigh elric <laughs> I am Matthew, uh, now you know why, Slaza. And I'm Keon, the pestilence, dabba dee, dabba die, boozer. And you're... Don- doctoral Bridget. assistant, Brongle. Nice. And you're... Ender of lives, Zach. <laughs> All right. And Dope. thank you so much for listening to Why Podcast. I love you and good night. Now <laughs> you know why. <laughs> Follow us on TikTok. Thank you again, That's where too. We'll uh, be. That's to right. We're moving it all to TikTok. Bye, baby. Bye. Hit or miss.